morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on this amazing day. I hope this finds you well. We are actually in St. Louis on the way to Nebraska. So we had a cool evening and a long drive yesterday and Knox and Abby and Layton are with us. First big trip for all of us together. It's been really fun. They're over there eating. We're over here not eating, right, babe? Right. So we're so good. We're, we get to have uh, uh, Alana back with us for the second time on this podcast. Glad to have you here, babe. Oh, thank you. It's good to be here, babe. You look so good this morning. Thank you. Anyway, uh, this is Robert Golden, Life Transformed, and this is Coffee and Christ, which is my your weekly look into my daily practice so if this is your first time joining the podcast so happy to have you if not you know what we're gonna do we're gonna dive right in with the verse of the day which is today it's gonna be 1 John 4 7 dear friends let us continue to love one another for love comes from God anyone who loves why did it give me dot 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 oh Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. I don't know why you got dot, dot, dot on there. Hmm. All right. What do you get out of that, babe? Um, just to love people because God loves us. And when you're filled with God's love, it's easier for you to give love to others. Yeah, I like that. And I like, you know, continue to love one another. Continue. That's like, keep going. Don't Mm -hmm. stop, right? Right. And that's the thing. I mean, because we do this every day, and it, it brings God into our world every day. So I love that part. Mm-hmm. And then... Anyone who loves... I'm sorry, you want to see it again? Yeah. I forgot yours isn't showing. You can. I think you can just go there and... It'll, oh, yeah, there thank you, go. you. Anyone... <laughs> technologically challenged, you guys. You guys know that about me. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. See, now that's really good. Anyone who loves. So if you love, you're a child of God. So that means everybody who loves. Like, Noxer over there loves, so he's a child of God. Abby loves, Leighton loves. Mm-hmm. That's pretty profound when you really think about it. So the only people that don't, that aren't children of God are people that don't love. And I think everybody loves. Mm-hmm. So everybody's a child of God. Mm-hmm. I like that. I do too. That's pretty good. You guys, that's the way this works. This is all spontaneous. We never rehearse any of this. Well, we're going to go to our plan now, which is called... Put God in the center of relationships. Oh, babe, did we do? Yeah, we did it on the road. Mm -hmm. Okay. Knowing God by reading the Bible and prayer. Cole. So this is the perspective of the guy, Cole, and the gal, Savannah. Cole, I had feelings for Savannah that I'd never allowed myself to have for any girl before. I'd prayed trusting God that whenever I met the girl, he would let me know. I felt in my heart that he had. If she was the one, I knew God would confirm that over time. 
One way God did this was through the open communication we had when we were in a long-distance relationship. We didn't keep any secrets from each other and we shared the details of our lives constantly. This is crucial for any relationship to work. We could have easily kept things from each other, but if we had, we would not have the relationship we have today. We talked about God and the Bible a lot. I was pretty familiar with the Bible, but wow, some of Sav's questions really challenged me, and it wasn't just the questions. God used her excitement about him to help me not take my relationship with him for granted and to reawaken my faith. I had to step up my game, dig deep, and really think about what I believed and why I believed. I loved our times talking about God's Word and what Jesus was doing in our lives. I still do. We grow so close through those conversations. Eventually we realized that a long-distance relationship was not sustainable. Savannah and I prayed a lot about me moving out to California and I became convinced that, yeah, I should do it. And as we prepared to get married and I thought about becoming a full-time dad, I prayed about those changes, opening my life up to Jesus and asking him to give me peace and patience in every situation. Our experiences together showed me that God listened to and answered our prayers. That's good. Mm-hmm. You want to read Savannah? Sure. One of the first gifts Cole gave me was a Bible. He went through and circled all his favorite verses and labeled them with post-it notes. Cole's timing was perfect. After our first conference experience, I had a real hunger for God. I wanted to read the Bible. I wanted to pray. I wanted to go to church and worship. I'd never read the Bible that much, and now I couldn't get enough of it. Cole and I talked about the Bible together on the phone, and when we were together, I had a lot of questions, and he was always so patient and answered them the best he could. During our engagement, reading the Bible and praying together were two of the most important things we did to prepare ourselves for marriage. Even though we both love Jesus and love to worship openly in church, I found that you connect on a much deeper spiritual level when you walk together with Jesus. When problems came up or when we needed to make a decision, we prayed together about it. Praying together helped move us away from focusing on what Cole or I wanted. Instead, we asked, what do you want, God? (laughs) Somebody's staying alive. (laughs) Yeah. The Bible says that if we need wisdom, God will give it to us when we ask him. James 1, 5. There are times when I definitely needed God's wisdom, and I asked him what I should do. I didn't hear a voice from heaven, but I sensed God telling me what I needed to do. When God has asked me to share difficult things with Cole, his response has shown me that this was the man for whom I had prayed. This was the man I wanted to marry. If I'd ever had any doubts, these doubts were gone. I saw Cole's best come out, and I loved him even more for it. Whoa. I think this is just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love these two. I mean, what a great story and... You know, every time I read something from this devotional, I get, like, emotional. I literally do. It's like they're showing what really, like, love and that's centered on God and, you know, two people following Jesus, what it's all about. Mm-hmm. How would you describe your conversations with God? What do you think? How would I describe my conversations with God? Mm-hmm. Well, I think they're always different. So it's kind of hard to describe my conversations. You know? Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, I'm thinking, I don't, I don't know. Everybody says, you know, you should have conversations. Mm-hmm. I mean, I pray to God. Sometimes I'll do the, hey, dude, I need some help. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you're right. It, it, it varies. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you listen to him? Now, for me, that's Holy Spirit. I just try to just be still and listen, you know, whenever I can pause, especially in a situation that is kind of hectic or chaotic. I think that's what I try to do is just remember the spirits in me and try not to take over, like, doing what I would instinctually do. Right. Prayer isn't just about talking. It's about listening, too. How can you use the Bible and prayer to help you put God in the center of your life? How would praying together and spending time in God's Word together deepen your relationship with others? Well, I think that when you're in His Word and you spend time with God more, like we were talking about, I think in our Bible group the other night, that I think it just brings you closer yeah. um, on other levels with relationships mm-hmm. and you're able to just give more love to people and just have positive relationships yeah. you know, instead of toxic. I agree. I mean, spending time with people, that's why I love it. I mean, I love like what we're doing right now is together and we do these every day. You know, Alana and I, we do this study, but it's usually, you know, we're doing it on our own, and then we talk about it through the, we, we enter in a, a message at the end anyway. But it's like we're doing it together, and it's just sharing that experience, to me, amplifies the Bible mm-hmm. and amplifies God's Word. You can share it with somebody and, and look at the same text together with other people. Devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. Yeah, so an alert mind and thankful heart. Yeah, that's what's so different. You know what I just thought about? It's like when I was uh, in school, I would read, but not with an alert mind. I was just reading to get the reading done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So now... You know, looking at the Bible, it's and even when I first started reading the Bible, I think I was like, I just read it, like, all right, I got that done. They said read Ephesians, whatever, and so I read it. Right. But now I'm like really trying to read it with an alert. Understand mind. it. Yeah. Excuse me. So yeah. that, that's the big difference. Yes. Hi. Hi. Come on <laughs> over, Layton. Layton's gonna join us. How are you, dear? Good. Good. I just want to sit here. Oh, you can sit here. Do you want to say anything to the folks? No. What do you think about God? Just give me one thing on God. Tell me about God. What do you think? I don't know. Um, like, what do you mean? Just tell me one thing you love about God. Everything. Oh, that's great. That's perfect. That's perfect. Well, I'm glad, Leighton, you came over. You can hang right here with us. You want to hold that second, babe? Sure. So now we're going to go to Psalms. I'm on Psalms, as you all know. Reading through Psalms. First time through the Bible. 
and I am on Psalm 74. Oh God, why have you rejected us forever? Why does your anger smolder against the sheep of your pasture? Remember the nation you purchased long ago? The people of your inheritance, whom you redeemed? Mount Zion, where you dwelt? Turn your steps towards these everlasting ruins. All the destruction the enemy has brought on the sanctuary. Your foes roared in the place where you met us. They set up their standards as signs. They behaved like men wielding axes to cut through a thicket of trees. They smashed all the carved paneling with their axes and hatchets. They burned your sanctuary to the ground. They defiled the dwelling place of your name. They said in their hearts, we will crush them completely. They burned every place where God was worshiped in the land. We are given no signs from God. No prophets are left, and none of us knows how long this will be. How long will the enemy mock you, God? Will the foe revile your name forever? Why do you hold back your hand, your right hand? Take it from the folds of your garment and destroy them. But God is my king from long ago. He brings salvation on the earth. I like that. But God is my king from long ago. He brings salvation on the earth. That's even applicable today, for sure. It was you who split open the sea by your power. You broke the heads of the monsters in the waters. It was you who crushed the heads of Leviathan and gave it as food to the creatures of the desert. It was you who opened up springs and streams. You dried up the ever-flowing rivers. The day is yours and yours also the night. You established the sun and moon. It was you who set all the boundaries of the earth. You made both summer and winter. Remember how the enemy has mocked you, Lord? All right, so Asaph was doing really good there about all the good things God created. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, goes back to God and goes, Will you remember how your, the enemy has mocked you, Lord? Mm -hmm. Why would he do that? We'll keep reading. Okay. And it might reveal it to you. How foolish people have reviled your name. Do not hand over the life of your dove to a wild beast. Do not forgive the lives of your afflicted people forever. Have regard for your covenant, because haunts of violence fill the dark places of the land. Do not let the oppressed retreat in disgrace. May the poor and needy praise your name. Rise up, O God, and defend your cause. Remember how fools mock you all day long. Do not ignore the clamor of your adversaries, the uproar of your enemies, which rises continually. I, mean, I think he's just saying, like, remember to be aware, maybe, of your enemies. Because okay. they can sneak up on you. Mm -hmm. You know, the enemy can sneak up on you. So mm -hmm. you have to have awareness there. Yeah, and it takes me back. As I think about the whole thing, it's like back in the Old Testament, there was just crazy stuff going on. I mean, there literally were people coming after you with axes, and mm -hmm. there was just all that crazy going on. So I think, I think you gave me perspective on this the other day too. That you know, reading David and where I used to say, "Oh, he's a whiner." Well, no, it's the context of his time and what, what he was going through. Right. And that helped me instead of on the surface just saying, "Oh, he's whining about God." He's saying, "God, remember me." Oh, please, God, but. He was in a different space than right. we are today. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't have people literally trying to kill us every day. Right. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. That would not be good. Anything else from that psalm for you, babe? 
No. Psalms are hard. Yeah, I think what I found with Psalms are they're either really impactful or they're just kind of, cause I, and I just learned this too, you guys, Psalms are songs. Mm-hmm. They're all songs. Yeah. And once I learned that, I'm like, oh, that makes sense because songs have a certain rhythm to yeah. them and there's always going to be like the dark and then the light and which I never realized. And once I realized that, I, I gave Psalms a break. What was today, the 18th? Yes. Come to me is in bold and rest in my peace. My face is shining upon you in rays of peace transcending understanding. Instead of trying to figure things out yourself, you can relax in the presence of the one who knows everything. As you lean on me in trusting dependence, you feel peaceful and complete. This is how I designed you to live in close communion with me. That paragraph right there. Mm-hmm. It's like so anti the world. I just think back to me in the corporate days when I was just like, go, 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 figuring everything out for myself. But just that line there, you can relax in the presence of the one who knows everything. Mm-hmm. That's I'll, so amazing. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. I know that's one thing for me that has given me peace in my life. Like, because like you, for so many years, I tried to control circumstances and stress about things that weren't necessary to stress about when I could have just handed it over to God, you know, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have a relationship with him. So I couldn't do that. So I can't imagine not having that relationship and being able to just let go of things that don't serve me. Didn't that or, Yeah. Oh, yeah, just when you were saying that, it, it just takes me back to, yeah, I, I can't, I couldn't, I could never go back there again. No. It was, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, really, it was living hell. Mm-hmm. It really was. Oh, listen to this next line. See, we don't rehearse this stuff. When you're around other people, you tend to cater to their expectations. Oh, I thought he was going, she was going somewhere else. Real or imagined. You feel enslaved to pleasing them, and your awareness of my presence grows dim. Your efforts to win their approval eventually exhaust you. Yes, mm-hmm. that's just kind of what we're talking about, right? It is exhausting. You offer these people dry crumbs rather than the living water of my spirit flowing through you. This is not my way for you, exclamation point. Stay in touch with me, even during during your busiest moments. Let my spirit give you words of grace as you live in the light of my presence. You know, it's interesting, both this and the devotion where they talk about, you know, pray together when there's conflict or mm-hmm. whatever. It's kind of giving the same thing as... You know, when you, when I'm, and I think we sh- we we're applying this even in our relationship. If we get into a disagreement or something, mm-hmm. you know, we just if we just turn to God in those moments and pray together. I never even thought about it until today praying together in those moments. Mm-hmm. I think that could be powerful, don't you? Mm-hmm. I think we need to enact that one. Mm-hmm. Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. I don't know if that was a good podcast, but it was good for me. Anyway, uh, you, <laughs> this is that cracked Leighton up right there. This is not my way for you. Stay in touch with me, even during your busiest moments. 
Remember that, Knox. Stay in touch with God even during your busiest moments of conquering the world on your own. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let my spirit. <laughs> Knox, do you have anything to say about God? No, you don't have anything to say about God right now? Tell me one thing about God that you love. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let my spirit give you words of grace as you live in the light of my peace. That's beautiful. Let my spirit give you words of grace as you live in the light of my peace. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I love this verse. That's Philippians 4, 6 and 7. And people get frustrated with this verse. Because it says, do not be anxious about anything. But in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And I'm an absolute person, so I'm kind of controversial there. Uh, that means, like, sometimes people will disagree with my way of looking at something, which is okay if people disagree. Controversial? Uh, like if, see that sky out there? If I said, Layton, the sky is purple. What would you say? That is not purple. You must be blind. No, I think it is. <laughs> and so I, I was just saying that was controversial. I purposely said it's purple so I could create a controversy with you. So you say, no, you must be blind. It's blue. Yeah. That's what controversial is. That uh, makes sense? Yeah. So if you want to be controversial, you just like start something like that with somebody. So I love this verse, do not be anxious about anything, because I think, for me, it gives, it gives hope. I know there is anxiety, it's a real thing out there. But when you say, when you, when you give it life, and you say, yes, you're, you have anxiety, and you need pills, and you need this, well, that's fine, yeah, you may need it, but the hope is right here. This is the hope beyond all of that. There's a hope within Christ. You, you can give all that to mm -hmm. Did that make sense? Mm -hmm. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. What you got on that one, babe? Well, I think that just kind of sums up God's promises to us if we follow him you know we're going to have an amazing life he's going to yeah I love the I way can't, I'm, I'm trying to think of how I want to say that right oh no worries Yeah. And I, you know I always love whoever believes in me Right. So it isn't like you can't have these uh, streams of living water flow mm -hmm. from within if you don't believe. It starts with belief. Mm -hmm. 
right? So it's right. Like the more you believe, the more those waters can flow. Yeah, he takes care of his children. Yeah. Basically. Amen. Mm -hmm. mm. Do not get drunk on wine. <laughs> Which leads to debauchery. So that's the key. Don't get drunk and have it lead to debauchery. 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 Mm -hmm. Do you yeah. know what debauchery is? Like bad stuff. <laughs> yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Doing stuff you ain't supposed to do. That's right. So you can drink wine. This is the way I want to interpret this because I like wine. Mm -hmm. You can drink wine. Just don't let it lead to debauchery. Right. Because if just you drink. don't be foolish. Don't be foolish when you drink it. Right. Yeah. Don't get drunk on it. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Ooh, I get to speak to you in those kind of things. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everybody's smiling. Even Leighton's smiling. Knox, maybe not so much. Abby's laughing. You guys hear that? Mm -hmm. That was Abby, you guys. She's really a fun, fun 16-year-old. Yeah, she's so, she said, what did she say this morning? I'm going to be cute tomorrow when I have my clothes. <laughs> yeah, she has clothes other than PJs. You guys, we're going to take a picture. We're going to post this for the podcast so you can kind of see and these voices that you've heard, you'll at least be able to put a face to them as you listen. So you have, oh, did I, yeah, I did everything. Mm -hmm. Anything, anything else you got, babe, like a summary from today? Can you take away? I don't think so. Just love and just give everything to God. Don't worry or have fear or be anxious. Yeah, that's what I get. And you know, on our way to Nebraska today, I just feel like with this in our as our base for today, we're going to have an amazing day because God's with us every single second, and He's got an amazing adventure in store for us today. And we have no idea really what it is. We mm -hmm. we think we do. I mean, we know we're going to get there a certain time. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Mm -hmm. But within all that, there's going to be some amazing stuff. And if we just love, love, love. It's going to open up a lot of doors, I think. Yep. I love it. All right, I you guys. It. I love it, love it, love it. Love it. All right, say goodbye, Lee. Goodbye, bye. Goodbye, bye. Say goodbye, Knox. Bye. Say goodbye, Bye. <laughs> Babe. Au revoir. Or, oh, see, she's really <laughs> fancy, fancy. Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening. This is Robert Bolden, Life Transformed. This was Coffee and Christ, my weekly share of daily practice that i do every single day you guys tune in for monday we are doing chasing freedom momentum monday and it is really fun we've got our challenge starting next monday so register for the challenge and we will see you all very soon take care <laughs>